This morning we're going to explore the meditation instruction, Trust Emergence. And I'll say just a little bit about it before we move into practice. The experience of uh, arriving in the moment that's uh, invited by the meditation instruction pause is uh, has a certain power in its directness and simplicity. that sense of pause that's just stopping, like stopping talking or stopping the mind from its distractions while you're listening to someone speak. Very concrete and uh, um, we don't always do it because of the habits of the, you know, our social habits, our speech habits. But at least we have a sense of what this is. And of course, when you look deeper, that pause is also that the setting down of that momentum. Whatever thoughts and emotions we were clinging to, either if we're the speaker, what are we holding on to now? What are we driven by? to step out of that, or for the listener, how are we activated in such a way that we're unable to be present because we're caught up in uh, the fabricating process, the process of making thoughts, emotions, and self. And of course, the ultimate uh, beauty and subtlety of the pause is sati that remembering of awareness. So what am I aware of right now? There's a sense of embodiment that comes with that and a sense of immediacy. Now that immediacy, that sense of now, I'm pausing now, I'm arriving here and now. That's the sense that is called out and profoundly amplified with trust emergence. That sense of now. And the essence of it, the essence of trusting emergence is impermanence itself, anicca. We know for a fact We can think it with the mind that everything is rising and vanishing. We know this from physics. We know it from, you know, psychology and perception that there's constant change that's happening, not only in the world, but in the perception and sensation of the world, constantly changing. Fine. But do we experience it? Do we experience it ever? We could even ask. And certainly in moments like just before an automobile accident or at the moment 
of a, of a loved one's death, or in times of intense fear or sorrow or intense joy, we might key in, we might note something like a, we're being given or imposed upon this sense of the vibrating, uh, if, uh, vanishing quality of experience. But the mind doesn't want to stay there. It's not happy there because there's nowhere to land. The mind, the body, wants somewhere to land. It's a landing machine. It's a pattern-making machine. It's an understanding machine. Ah, I will make it like this. It must be like this so I can feel secure, so I can rest, so I can do the next thing. And we're constantly seeking that security. So that fixation is a mind in search of security. The security, of course, ultimately of the self. But even at a much more superficial level, you know, where do I get my food? Where do I get my sex? Where do I sleep? Right? We have to know the world and we have to get mastery over the world for comfort and survival. Very simple. But it goes very, very deep. And the pattern making that happens all the way from the moment of seeing something like another person or a jungle or anything all the way up from the level of perception to the bigger patterns of how I fit in the world and I want to feel secure in the world and everything in between. Fixation. Well, there's a price to pay for that security. And the price, of course, is the separation from the truth of the moment, from seeing things as they are. We tend to see the impermanent as permanent. And we act accordingly. And we suffer accordingly. So this guideline trust emergence brings us all the way into the heart of anicca, of impermanence. Can we, in a moment, invite ourselves to this edge of rising and vanishing. When we note in the mind the way we might note pause or remind ourselves to relax and receive, can we note trust emergence as in attune to that sense of change? Surrender to the rising and the vanishing. It's actually, you can begin with a sense of what's changing now in these sensations and perceptions. Very concrete, very immediate, like as you sit here now, as I sit here now, and I pause, and I feel the 
sort of vibration of my body just from talking, you know, the, the throat and the actions of the air. But there's also this light happening and the sense of, the psychological sense of you listening to me, which invites me to notice the, you know, the kind of a aliveness here. And then I notice that my whole body-mind is attuned to this aliveness. And it's not, it's not fixated. It's not a, just a thing. It's a, a process, like rays of light moving through space. It's a vibrating process. Can we attune to that by simply remembering to do so? Trust emergence. Touch here and now the rising and the vanishing. And of course, the pause reveals this, yeah? When we do so, we bring ourselves to the edge of the known. I don't know what's going to happen next. If I'm really in this moment, I don't know. I want to know. This body-mind wants to predict that you're going to understand what I say, or that I'm, I even want to predict that I'm actually going to finish this sentence intelligently. Don't I? Don't I count on finishing my sentences intelligently? Don't you count on it? What if I didn't? Could be weird, could be scary. But it's that edge of don't know. Can we allow ourselves to enter the immediacy, the truth, the hard fact that I don't know what's next? or next, or next, you know, immediate. This is especially powerful as we begin to apply it in our relational practice when we're listening. Because what we do as these powerful prediction engines of the mind go to work, right? What we do is we predict how the next sentence will end. And of course, that then lets us do some calculations and say, I'll talk starting right now, even if they haven't finished, because we know where they're going and we want to talk, for example. It lets us plan what we're going to say. It lets us project into the mini-future. And we're out of the moment. So trust emergence brightens the moment with don't know, if we can tolerate it. If we can tolerate not knowing. Which of course is the whole point of this mind trying to get secure anyway, right? because it can't tolerate the not knowing. 
So tuning into the impermanence, the sense of not knowing, having no agenda, no plan, kind of goes against some of our cherished tendencies, doesn't it? Entering a relationship with no plan, entering a professional situation, trusting emergence, But let's just talk about life, you know? Life and death. Do you know when you're gonna die? You know, it comes down to that level, absolutely for sure. You want a meditation instruction you can take into the world? Trust emergence. Because what do you actually control in your life anyway? Think about it. You control the financial markets. You control the traffic. You control the politics. Let's get a little more intimate. You control your body. If anybody thought yes, I do want you to think again because I suspect you wouldn't be aging. You would never get sick. You would never get hurt if you controlled your body. Or if you got hurt, you would just command it to heal. So, it's humbling. But let's go into practice. And the practice is this immediacy of attuning to the impermanence here and now, brightening the mind to the rising and the vanishing. And right there, don't know, as a practice.